everybody. This is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, mom reviews the British workplace comedy, Stath Let's Flats. Let's bring mom in now. Hi, mom. Hi, Tommy. How are you? I'm good. The snow has uh, melted off our roof and oh, hallelujah! Of the sidewalk. It was uh, quite a pile up. I did um, at one point. The ice on the gutters was so formidable that I just I emailed the people who clean our gutters in the uh, spring and the fall. Did I tell you this story before? No. <laughs> and I. I asked them if they could clear ice, if that was part of the services that they offer. And the guy emailed me back and said, let me check with our, our field supervisor. Uh, and then he emails me back an hour later and says, our team is asking if you could send a picture of the ice. <laughs> <laughs> now, every house in Chicago is, which is what made me eventually give up. Like every house in Chicago had huge icicles hanging off of it because of the sequence of weather that we got. And I just start, stared at it like, what are they going to what are they going to learn yeah. from yeah. look outside? And if you need a picture of ice, I feel like clearing ice off a rooftop is not part of your regular uh, routine. Right. right. If you're not even and just say familiar. It. Yeah. <laughs> what it, now you say the water is in a solid form. OK, can you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even email him back because I was just like, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. It's yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe he wanted to know if it was close enough to the ground that they could just throw handfuls of salt on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, in New Hampshire, you know, we have people that will come and clear your roof because yeah. they because they do. Um, and we used to just have. You kids do. Well, I don't think you ever did it, but one time Merrick did it <laughs> with an axe. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we then hired professionals. Oh, jeez. I don't want to hear any backlash from you, Merrick. <laughs> with an That's axe. Funny I bet that was great for the shingles, too. <laughs> well, we, we did have to put a whole new roof on eventually but uh it did work well i'll i'll say that yeah i bet it did i bet the rafters didn't think so but i bet the, the ice got right out of the way anyway how are you doing ma well we're doing good we have lots of snow on the ground still still waiting to get my first covid i feel like i didn't covid shot i didn't yeah i didn't do a very good job scheduling that in that I went on the website the first day that you could do it, and the first couple of dates that I checked in the beginning of February were all filled, all filled, all filled. Yeah. So I said, well, just go to March, just go to March. So I went to March and got our, you know, we got our appointments to get a, a shot. Um, but I feel like maybe I should have persevered and tried to get one earlier. Well, however, yeah. let me just finish mm -hmm. saying this. I have a friend from high school that lives in Massachusetts and 
they have just there. It's like the Wild West down there. Oh, really? And she lives in a college town, so I don't know what's going on down there. Well, it's a mess in a lot of the states, you know. Yeah. Because it was just like, all right, here's uh, here's some needles. All right, you figure it out. <laughs> the truck was backing up to each state, and they're just like, whoa, whoa, what do we do with this? And it's like, the door's opening. Catch them. Yeah. Hope yes. you got a freezer ready. Yeah. It's so, it could have been done so much differently to have a plan. And uh, again, the last administration, I don't know what, uh, yeah, and you know, I know Donald Trump was playing golf and, you know, all that stuff, but what was Mike Pence doing? I mean, really, what was he doing? Learning needlepoint? I, he, what did he do? This was his job and, and he couldn't even well, who knows? Do this. Who knows if anybody actually had a job in that White House? I mean, well, that's true. Well, they sure had good salaries. Those kids, I'll tell you. All right, I didn't mean to get on this. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh yeah. So anyway, still waiting. We're going, I guess, next week to get our first shot. Next week. Wow. Is next week the beginning of March? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what day it is. Um. And now that we have been transferred from the hospital association to now we're going to the defunct J.C. Penney's to oh. now get our in West office. Lab. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just crossing my fingers that it it's a go. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I'm just picturing it stepping in and hearing all the creaking and ghosts in the ceilings of that huge space. <laughs> well, I'm hoping they they still have drive through. That that's the way to oh, do it. Yeah. Don't. I, yeah. I don't want to get out of my car and breathe your air. And... Maybe you'll just drive right into the J.C. Penney's. It's big enough, right? Yeah. They could just knock, knock a couple the, holes. Knock the doors out. Yeah. <laughs> What a dream that would be. Wow. But I said I hope some Hannah. of the mannequins are still... <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. You said to Anna what? I said to Anna, maybe now when we get our shots, then we'll go through Wendy's and get a, a sandwich and a Frosty because mm. I haven't had that in forever because yeah. we haven't done takeaway. But uh, I think I'll, I'll probably have to wait Till I feel like I'm a little more immune. Oh, because you think the Frosty has COVID in it? Well, I think, I don't know where those workers have been that are going to touch my food. Yeah, that's I'm very that's true with paranoid, the supermarket to too, say. though, isn't it? Really? Like, what do you think in the supermarket? I think a lot of... Everything I buy is in a bag, so like a bag at, the, at, at some foreign place. Well, the Frosty comes in a cup. They never touch the stuff you eat. Well, they you think they don't touch that hamburger? I no, I think you, that they don't actually. And do you think they're wearing masks while they prepare my food? I think so. All right. But, well, then maybe we'll consider. Be oh. as cautious as you want. I mean, I'm not. Who, who am I to say? Everybody. I mean, unless you're being dangerous to other people, that's my line, right? Like, but if you're being extra cautious that's fine and maybe wait until you're over whatever side effects the shot give you gives might give yeah. you at least 
to treat yourself to a frosty and a burger on a sunny day. So I think that's fine if you delay it. And so I should shut okay. up. Well, my feeling is this is what I vacillate between. I'm very comfortable doing what I'm doing and I'm being ridiculous. I'm too cautious. I could be doing more things that I'm not doing. I mean, we're still doing this maddening calibration, and I just sort of had a conversation with myself earlier today. Basically, the conclusion of it was, don't feel guilty for wanting to live your life a, a little bit, and not every... I guess I've been in a mode where I'm just anything that I don't deny myself in the interest of maximum safety is like a betrayal of my family and my kids and keeping everybody mm. healthy. And and it's exhausting, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's very tiring. And my problem is also is that I'm reading about friends that are um, going here, eating out. And I think, well, am I being too cautious? Uh, going to their children's house. Wouldn't I love to do that? But in the end, I don't want the guilt of if something should happen yeah. or the worry of, oh, what was that sniffle? What, oh, I, do I have a yeah. headache? Do, yeah. Like, oh, can Absolutely. I breathe? So. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there, we solved that. That's Not good. Not at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the, like, <laughs> it's the worry about getting sick, which is an absolute concern, and, you know, no matter how healthy or young you are. Uh, but I feel much bigger is the worry about, God, I would feel like such a jerk if my wife got sick because of something right. I did. Or, right. you know, God forbid, my kids. I know it mostly doesn't affect them, but it can and quite badly. Right. So, and there's certainly been plenty of stories about every bad outcome that you could put, you could possibly have. So, it's it's a psychological prison as much as it is a biological one. Right yes, now. yes, and probably more so a psychological one. So, I want that J and J shot because I'm going to be like a cloud of smoke, cartoon cloud of smoke, <laughs> with the syringe still spinning in the air after they give me that thing. And I'm just going to be <laughs> licking doorknobs and, no, but. Uh, do you think that's what's going to be left for you is the Johnson & Johnson? I'm fine with the Johnson & Johnson. Oh, what did I just read? Oh, they. I see. The thing I read this morning was, don't refuse the Johnson <laughs> & Johnson. Yeah, don't. This is, this is, yes, this is the new one. This is uh. the new thing. Don't. While, while waiting for the Pfizer and the Moderna. Hey, actually, I say yes, refuse it, because then my place in line goes up. So that's if you are dumb enough to refuse it. When a year ago we were like, will we ever have a vaccine? Will it take half a decade? What is going yeah. to happen? And I was like, well, I want the vaccine to get this many percent. If <laughs> all the doctors are saying, hey, it's still good. That's enough for me. I'm not going to split yeah. hairs over the percentages. Like, let's get some shots. Let's get it's started such, on it's this It's such thing. huge progress. So, yes, please don't refuse whatever brand of shot it is. Yikes. Well, in that same vein, um, I would like to uh, tell you that my cousin, Bobby Kudzma, 
raised in Nashua, New Hampshire, passed away yesterday. Oh. He was a weatherman. Oh, I should have written down the station. But in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for 34 years. I got it, Mom. It's KDKA. KDKA Channel 2, CBS Pittsburgh. Is that right? That's it. That's it. And uh, it sounds like he was much beloved. He was older than me um, by quite a few years. He leaves the three children, I think, and three sisters and a brother that loved him very much and cousins with lots of brief memories of him because he was much older. Um, yeah. But a nice guy, a really nice guy. 34 years as a network, you know, local network meteorologist means you're such a part of that community. Yeah. So the family yeah. he leaves behind is, I mean, you're part of people's and an important part of daily, people's daily lives. Like, knowing if it's going to rain or not, everybody wants to know that. That's right. What an, That's what right. an amazing um, role for him to have played. <clears throat> and I mean, yeah, 34 years, I guess he was loved by the audience. Well, that's what I was reading online. And here's here's what's even, I mean, this is what's more astounding, is that he hadn't really been feeling well since Christmas. And they finally got him to go Monday, Monday to the hospital for some, for something, tests or whatever. And they found out that he had cancer quite uh, extensively. And Thursday, he was gone. Oh, my God. Wow. So I don't know if that's a, yeah. a blessing. Yeah. He was 81. I, you know, I don't, don't I, I'm not sure what the right yep. uh, reaction to that is, but that's what it was. So, yeah, I hear you. Um, well, the blessing is that he's remembered uh, so broadly and so warmly. And uh, so there, that was, I just wanted to yeah, thank you. give a little shout out. And if anybody was in, Pittsburgh and knew him, I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Not knew him, but knew him. Wow, that would be amazing. It's popmom at ological.net is the inbox. In fact, let me check the inbox and see if there's anything in there. Well, we did have a request for something we'd already done. That's true, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Instant gratification. Instant gratification. All right. Well, rest in peace, Bob Kudzma. Thank you for sharing that, Mom. Um, strange to have a, a cousin die, I would imagine. Well, that's what struck me was, you know, the, the front line, um, yeah. isn't, isn't quite gone. I do still have an uncle, um, in Florida, uh, but the front line is, uh, well, there you go. And with that, <laughs> we turn to our fun, whimsical <laughs> pop culture review for this week. <laughs> which is Stath Let's Flats. Although Stath Let's Flats follows the travails of an incompetent real estate agent in London, the inane and desperate tactics employed by our hero, that would be Stath, will be familiar to anyone who has ever gone apartment hunting in a big city. Played by comedian Jamie Demetrio, Stath assumes he will take over the family rental business despite the fact that his sales patter, at its best... <laughs> amounts to this is an absolutely shower. 
filling out the cast are tightly wound quiet guy Al, hyper-competitive Carol, and Staff's <gasps> sister Sophie, who is played by Jamie's real-life sister, Jamie... That's not right. Her, her name isn't Jamie, too. God damn it, who wrote this copy? <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> Yeah, it's Jamie's sister, Jamie. It's like the old Newhart show. This is, I'm Daryl. This is my, oh, damn. Uh, okay. Brother. I'm going to back up a little bit in that intro. Uh, and by the way, Staff's sister, Sophie, you're going to love this. She's played by Jamie's real life sister, Natasha Demetrio. How about that? There's a fact. Uh, and here's a what clip, a thank God. Stop. Tell it to meet you. And just to begin with, I think something nice about this property is you've sort of got a thing like the moon up there, which just makes me feel like I'm always being looked out for. Oh, God. It's really good. Um, Michael Eagle Lettings. It is a nice kitchen, yeah. Well, we should we'll, we'll have a quick look at the rest of it. So I'll take you through to the bedroom. That isn't a door. That's not a door. That is, what is that? Sort of a wobbly wall. <laughs> Which I like, which I like a lot, actually. Good to just have that there for a quick wobble. <laughs> and where is the bedroom? That's too much. That's a toilet, not bedroom. That is obviously not a bedroom. That is a shower. And that leads directly onto the kitchen. It's a nice kitchen. Okay, we've got sandwich on the shelf. Wow, wow, wow. Sometimes it's annoying to just have windows on the walls so you can just like see what's going on outside your house. And that's why we've popped one up on the ceiling and only one on the ceiling. The full run to date of Staff Let's Flats is available on HBO Max. That's with five X's. Mom, did you let this show into your heart or did it fall flat? This show is a cure for the winter doldrums that we all (laughs) have if we live in a cold place what a delight oh great yeah it's pretty fun i don't know how you found this anna found it anna found it so yep she gets all the credit this is good this is good because i you know usually when i bring anna up it's to complain about her on the podcast so yeah anna you get 100 percent credit for turning us on to this very funny show great find and also daddy would like credit for pulling it up on my computer oh, because I know. we still have not figured out how to get it on the television. So and he's, he especially requested a, a shout out for okay. his contribution. Uh, anyway, back to the show. Yeah. This show, I watched the first two episodes. And uh, if you know, I rarely laugh out loud. Yeah. I I enjoy it. I'm laughing inside, but I don't really laugh out loud. At TV, and I was you mean? Because you laugh a lot TV. on the podcast, so people are going to... I do. Yeah, but right, to, at, right. at the TV, yeah. Right. I I tend not to laugh, although I am enjoying it. Anyway, I was watching this yesterday, and after the second episode, I I was bent over laughing. And I stopped watching because I said... I have to watch this with Daddy, and we watched three episodes of it last night. Oh, great! Did you show him the first two again too? Because those oh, are gems. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those. The third one was a little bit of a letdown, but I have high hopes. I love the characters. 
I don't know who wrote this. He did the, Jamie he, Jamie Demetrio wrote the first three episodes, I think, and I think he's the oh. he's the lead, you know, creative voice on this show. I would say. Okay. Well, uh, how many episodes have you seen? Four, I believe. I'll tell you, this has the magic touch for me in that it assumes you recognize comedy when you hear it. It's it doesn't mm. spoon feed mm. it to you. It 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 has its subtle moments that are hilarious stuff that I thought I would never laugh at. The son wants to take over the business. So the father uh, brings the brother and sister in and tells them he's turning that's, 70. That's right. And they're saying, oh, no, no, it's, you, you know, why do you have to be so old? And, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and so there's a little discussion about who the business will go to. And now the son really feels like he has to step it up and prove himself <laughs> because he's ne- <laughs> sorry. Yeah, he's never done a damn he's thing. Never, he's never done anything. And there's a woman, I'm sorry, <sighs> there's a woman in the office that seems like she could run the whole shebang all by herself, um, very competent. Right. His first step is going to be to take a booking, I guess, and and, and he's going to answer the phone, which we've seen so many times, this kind of shtick. And somehow it seems fresh and funny and um, and you feel frustrated with him at the same time. It's just it's genius. I think it's absolute genius. That's a great. uh, Yeah, it's just it's great editing, quick editing and physical comedy through there. And the gag is just over and over again. He wants to answer the phone first and never can. And um how do they make him grabbing for that headset funny so many times? I, I don't know, but they certainly do. It What you're bringing up reminds me a little bit of, have you seen the soccer episode yet? Or football, I should say? No. Well, I think maybe that's the next one up. It's not my favorite episode. A lot of it is staff being bad at soccer. And, you know, it's just fine. Um, it's not as transcendent as a couple of the other ones have been so far. But... There is a sequence where he can't, seemingly can't keep himself from scoring in his own goal. <laughs> and it's just such a dumb, like it's so, it seems so obvious and dumb. And, but as you say, like the execution of the comedy is, does feel fresh. And it just was a really funny sequence for me. I just like that 30 seconds yeah. alone was worth the whole episode, which was not bad, but you know, I'm just saying like there, there are going to be those highlights. It seems no matter what, at least so far into the yes. series. Now there's been 12 episodes so far. <clears throat> so um, there's not a ton of this show. There's more on the way, but I'm going to keep watching. It's uh, Anna and I watch it in the evenings now, and it's a great way to wind down, but also like, Maybe not the best quiet thing to watch because I laugh too. You, I I I laugh right out loud. Daddy hates it when I laugh because I have a very loud laugh, <laughs> and I can't. I just can't help myself. It is hilarious. I mean, it and it's him. It's all him. His reaction, his non overreaction. It, it's just it's sublime. I I can't think of enough positive adjectives 
in how I relate to his delivery of comedy. It's it is just so up my alley. Yeah. It's just perfect. I mean, here he goes. He's going to he steals a a showing from the the super shower of the office and he goes and the alarm's going off and he's just (laughs) he can't find the the keypad. So that's right. So he just I mean, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but he does. He shows the apartment with the alarm going off the whole time. Oh, my God. Like it's nothing. And I have to say that and and I this isn't really giving it away but when he finally does turn off the alarm himself really all he's done is rip the thermostat out of the wall um so and I know it sounds dumb but when you see it if you don't laugh then this uh, this just cannot be the show for you because it's hilarious <laughs> yeah um I also want to give a tip of the cap to the sister who I uh, almost billed as Jamie in the intro. Her name is Natasha <laughs> Dimitrio. Um, I loved her on What We Do in the Shadows, which you and I spoke about on an earlier episode of the podcast, Mom, The Vampire Show. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, and I didn't. So that's that's very that's a relief to me. What What do you mean? Oh, you couldn't place well, her, you mean? I, yes, <laughs> yes, because I kept thinking, who is she? Who is she? <laughs> That's who she is. Yeah, I said the same thing to Anna. Um, <clears throat> now, she has a weird energy in, like, she has her passions going to college, as she calls it. I don't know which every one <laughs> dance, of them. Dance college, yeah. Dance college, which she's got, like, click and clack class, and I forget what Cla- the Right, <laughs> ridiculous classes and she puts on her dances like she has an inner joy and yet she's so aloof like and just her uh, heavy lidded all the time like it seems like she never opens her eyes all the way um it's a character who i find pretty fascinating anytime she's i i think her her energy or or lack thereof is uh a great thing for others to play off while Mm. she gets her own little niche in the show. Yeah, that's a good point, because all the men are pretty loud and bombastic, <laughs> right? Well, I don't know. Do you what? think uh, Owl is... Uh, Owl? <laughs> yeah. I call him Owl, because that's what it sounds like they're saying to me, but <laughs> Owl. That's definitely what um, Stath says, Owl. He seems to emphasize the owlness of it. Um, well, I can't tell if Al has some violence inside him, you know? Like, he always <laughs> seems like he's about to snap. I think poor Al is not even sure who he is, so <laughs> I think that's why he has that ambiguity. Oh, well put. Ambiguity yes, you're right. Yeah. That's exactly it. He's not even sure who he is. Wait, let me say that again. Ambiguity. That's what I was trying what to say. What did you say? I thought you said that. I don't know. No, it didn't come out right. Now it did. What else? I I love the father. I think my favorite picture of the father and that really made me laugh was just when with no with no real setup, we just come in on him fixing his desk and he has, he has like a knife. He's using like a steak knife 
to saw off, the, I guess, to balance it out. Who knows what he's doing? Yeah. But he's just cutting a leg of the desk with a knife. And I was blown away by it because, you know, you go to these rental agencies um, or you go to the apartments themselves and you just see things like, how did that happen? What logic? And the logic or <laughs> or lack thereof, like I say logic because he always seems so confident about what he's doing, but... The logic of the dad really charms me because he can run a business, but also it's just all held together by string and bubblegum. Right. That's right. <clears throat> now, that part made me a little um, queasy. And I have to tell you that that's how my dad would fix Oh, things. yeah. Sure. Yeah, I can picture it. Yeah. Oh, here, chew this chiclet and let's just uh, <sighs> hold the house together with that. Okay. Moving right along. Uh, so I can sort of relate to what he's all about, um, <laughs> interestingly enough. But do you love it when they go and show, <laughs> when staff goes and shows the apartment that's as big as a closet? <laughs> well, they're all really as big sells as a closet. It. Really, really sells it. Yeah. Are you talking about the one with the door that seems to be a wall? <laughs> Yes, yes, that's amazing. Yes, the shaky wall. Anytime staff is <laughs> is showing off a flat, I'm happy. <laughs> like, and you get at least one per episode I've seen so far. But <sighs> all right, mom, what is your grade for staff? Let's flats. I'm gonna have to give it an A plus. A plus for staff. Let's flats. Woo woo. We've been on a tear lately. This is programs. really good stuff. Yep. This really, really, really is good stuff. Oh, well, we made it through almost the entire podcast without talking about game shows. Mom, what is your recommendation for this week? <clears throat> well, unfortunately, <laughs> I have been diving into uh, the books of game show uh, hosts or contestants and I just finished Backstage with the original Hollywood Square by Peter Marshall, and it has lots of uh, tidbits in it. He talks about who his favorites were, who he didn't like. Uh, you know, it's not one of these uh, lets everybody feel good at the end of this book. Uh, it's not nasty, but he does talk some talk, so I really Ooh, enjoyed it. A dirt? Yeah. yeah, I like it. And, and how the questions are, are were written and and presented to the stars without actually giving them mm -hmm. answers and such. Uh, so it answers all those questions. If you ever were a fan of Hollywood Squares, if you weren't, uh, Peter Marshall was the host of the original Hollywood Squares, which ran for quite a long time, from the end of the '60s uh, up into 1980 on network, uh, and it was uh, tic tac toe. With celebrities yeah. in the squares, basically it was a premise to ask celebrities trivia questions and have them make hilarious jokes, many of which were on a piece of paper in front of them. But they were, uh, you know, things were a lot funnier when you couldn't say a lot of the things that we can yeah. say on television now. Uh, to me, anyway, just the idea of something and then having something be verboten is hilarious. That, that really makes me laugh. I mean, we're all thinking the same thing anyway. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it allows things to be unsaid. Right. 
Although at the same time, one of the th- like you got Paul Lind in the center square, and one of the things left unsaid is that he was gay. Right. Not everybody was thinking that. That's the amazing thing to me. Is that right. there were you know grandmas across the country who, who oh, just thought yeah. he was adorable and yeah, and he was. He had a nasty side, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Is that what the oh, book yeah. says? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to send this to you um, so you can read it. You'll see. Yeah, Oof. he had a real nasty streak. Okay. Uh, so that is backstage with the original Hollywood Square. Do I have that right, Mom? Yes. By Peter Marshall, his mom's recommendation this week. That'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. What, sh- what should we talk about? What should we talk about? Any ideas, Mom? something interesting okay we'll run with that thanks for listening if you enjoy the show tell your friends and we love to get email it's popmom at ological.net talk to us about anything we love you mom and i will talk to you again next week bye for now mom bye johnny i love you love you too